What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 641 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined just two today, but it's pretty big two. Ben Funky Askren, Kyle Brackey, both here, ready to get the show going on a Thursday. Ben, what's going on? We got crazy what's thunderstorms uh, here. Oh, well, what's Ollie doing again? I can't recall. He's going to Senior Nationals. Um, oh, yes. Got it. But I Important. think the boys are kind of stuck at... Um, at least some of them, their flights got oh, delayed big time because of the thunderstorms, Dang. which were so last house shaking. Last night, my uh, my wife was doing something, and she was on his website, and she goes, "Shoe calendar? What's this?" And she's like, clicked on. It. She's like, "Wait, it shows when shoes are released." And she goes, "Think about this. People actually care so much when shoes are released that they're like waiting to buy them." And I didn't want to tell her. Listen, honey. My co-host on FRL was actually doing that during the show yesterday. It's a it's a weird thing, the shoe thing. That all uh, that it at this point there's there's more people and not that you're in a minority if you're not into it, but it is like a large subset of people that are like obsessed with owning shoes. It's like wow. you know, I, I want shoes. I want my shoes to look all right, but you know, the the level they take it to, but you know, Ollie loves it. And um, you know what? Why not? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, crazy. This crazy story. We, we didn't talk about it Tuesday or Wednesday. This Phillipsburg High School story out of New Jersey is is wild. Um, so if you don't know or haven't heard, a little back up. The New Jersey State Tournament happened last week. It was hosted by Phillipsburg yeah. High School, right? So they got wait, that so in. Wait, I, I went to ask you about this, actually, Christian, before we get into does that mean uh, Big Jimmy Mullen just skipped it or what? Him and PJ Casale, they're yep. like, we skipped our New Jersey State Tournament so we could try to make world teams. Really? Yes. Wow. Pretty impressive. Especially when winning New a, a state like New Jersey, where yeah, winning New Jersey deal. State is a huge deal. Not just like in national prominence, but like if you're from New Jersey, that is such a thing that you really aspire to do. Yes. So for them to say, you know what, why don't I just forego that so I can make a world team. Not that anyone questions which is more prestigious, but in New Jersey, it's an actual legitimate it's a legitimate yeah, question. Absolutely. And so I one that was really interesting. <laughs> Wait, you made the world team? Yeah. Yeah, but did you win Jersey States? <laughs> I, I didn't you. think so. I didn't I, think so. I loved your accent there, Ben. Oh man, Jersey accent not my strongest. But you know there's some dude on the boardwalk saying yeah, but you didn't win Jersey States. <laughs> you sound like a Chicago area mobster. Was never a varsity athlete. Yeah, never never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Uh, so, Phillipsburg, they host the state tournament last weekend. Okay, on Monday, their head wrestling coach is arrested for um, making a th in a he was in a scheme where a threat was made to expose embarrassing information unless a school district official took action consistent with their demands to influence a tenure vote. So in some states, like New Jersey, you can get tenure after so many years of teaching, and then basically you're unfireable. So unfireable. In, order, in order to lean on the appropriate people who would have influence over tenure, he basically is like, hey, I'm going to 
uh, embarrass you. This is Coach Dave Post. Um, a 74-year-old man named George Shilmanok is Shilmonik is also involved. Um, this is a weird, weird story. And the fact that it's, it's almost like that they waited to the end of the state tournament. They're like, well, we don't want to disrupt the team or anything. And then on Monday, they, they, they put the bracelets on the guy. They said he's won, he's won six team state championships. Yeah, this is like not a small wrestling program. And they had some issues like some years ago as well. And now this, this is totally crazy. Um, I don't. I can't think of a story quite like this in in wrestling. Although I'm sure there's been something, but very so weird. So I want to know what 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 info they got on the guy. It's probably. I mean, you know, you know what? There's there's embarrassing information for for people. Could be. You know. Yeah. Come on. Who knows? But it's it's really <laughs> scummy. Tenure is so. Can we just say like? It's weird. That's how weird. pathetic. It's a weird how pathetic thing. that like you want. And I don't know who's trying to get if he if the coach wants tenure. <laughs> but it's like basically. In my opinion, you want tenure so you can do a bad job because you're you're not confident in your abilities to maintain employment, right? Why would you? I think tenure is a bad thing, personally. I don't know why you would want Agreed. it, or, or I can, I understand why you would want it, especially if you're a person that maybe doesn't have a good doesn't do a good job, or you routinely blackmail people, and you might need some extra protections. <laughs> maybe yeah. those kind of people would Sometimes like. Sometimes you gotta blackmail people, Christian. Don't tell me you never done it. Like your kids, you probably blackmail kids. Like, listen, if if you don't tell your mom that I took you down this scary hill, then I'll give you some candy. Boom, I don't, blackmail. I honestly don't. I, I'm not saying I'm a. I'm not a. Above it or below it. I don't think I've actually done that. Um, ever? I don't ever? Think I, I don't know if I've ever said about anything actually serious. Like, don't tell your mom. Other than like, ah, maybe what about I'm Kyle. Like, you probably told Kyle, like, Kyle, if you tell Bader this thing, yeah, I'm kicking you off. I'm kicking you off the main table. You're off the main table. Ollie's coming to the main table. You're on the back table. Yes, I've been blackmailed so many times. See, we knew well. it. Listen, it's different when it's management, you know. Um, okay. How else can you motivate people without making threats? No, so I, t tenure is a terrible thing. Uh, I, I don't think it should exist. There's no tenure here at Flow Sports. Uh, I have tenure. But Brackia does have tenure, though. Yeah. He, he, he collectively bargained that. So, yeah, weird story. I think he's out of jail now. Yeah, he's uh, out of jail, and they're on, uh, they're on leave. Yeah, I would nice. imagine so. So, weird story. We'll, you know... Hopefully it's not too disruptive to the They're wrestling still getting program. Paid, though. Well, no, that's I'm paid good. administratively. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, hopefully it's not too disruptive for the team. At least the team is done for the year. Uh, but a, a weird, weird story. The things people will do for tenure. I want to know who was trying to get. Was the coach trying to get tenure? Who yeah. was trying to get tenure? Were they yeah. trying to help somebody else out to get tenure? Yeah. Who are they putting the squeeze on? Yeah. If the head wrestling coach has won six state titles, doesn't have tenure, that'd be that's kind of that is sort of uh, surprising. Real. All right. Well, Phillipsburg staying in the news for the wrong reasons. Okay. Other news that's not remotely related to blackmail. Chris Weiler <laughs> staying at Wisconsin. Wisconsin gonna be. They are gonna be pretty solid next year. Um, they roll out Barnett's back. Right, they've got yes. Wick T now. Uh, tier four, Eric Barnett. Tier, tier, tier five. Uh, we get, can we get him in a tier this year or what? We'll get him. Yeah, I think we'll get him in a tier. Okay. 
right. Him and Patrick McKee. Berwick at 33 qualified. Yep. Um, 41. No. They struggle. 49. I don't think so. What? What? Wait. Will Hamidi go? He's big now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What do they do with him? Is he? He's 60. I mean, I think he's like a 65 pounder. I think he's wrestling 74 kg Hmm. this weekend. So. Um, maybe he can get down to 57, but you know, maybe not. Man, I let him. I let him out the cage right away. They can go. If he can go 57, they could go. Hamidi, Wick, McNally, Weiler, Amos, Hilger, the back half. That's pretty salty. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid group. Solid group. Okay. Um, any, hey, so who, I, I well, who are the other outstanding you... seniors we don't know about? Well, when, I, when uh, you put the 184 thing in there about Weiler, uh, Kyle, I looked. The top four on the list, the seniors still have not commented. So, Gear, Venz, Kane, Webster, still no comment. Um, and then the top three at 197, uh, Amin, Norfleet, Schultz, no comment. What is up with that? Mm. You've told me Norfleet's coming back. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. I want, I'm want. i like waiting to get like official word before I put something in here. Yeah. Um, Webster told me he wasn't sure. He's the only one at 184 I've talked to. Uh, everyone else, their coaches or they themselves have not responded. Really? Um, yeah. So I don't I don't know hmm. what's going on there. Uh, we believe Norfleet will be back. I don't know. I'd like to see. Do we think Amin's going to come back? I mean, he's gonna wrestle in the Olympics. I don't know, man. I I would say probably no, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I yeah, and especially if you know they were in the Dean race at that point in time, so we're we kind of took that to mean all right, he's probably gonna go. But now and they, and they have Rookie also. That's right. But he's he's gonna go 197, but maybe they say okay. I mean, Olympics are done. Can you go 84, please? Yeah. Maybe he hasn't decided. Yeah. Which would I mean, be kind of, you would think they would have decided if they're going to go to school next year at this point in yeah. time. I feel like that's a decision you got to start making. The The other big one on the list that's not there is uh, uh, Ryan Deacon. Still no decision. That makes me wonder if like maybe he's trying to get into grad school at Northwestern and maybe he's struggling with that and wants to go somewhere else or, you know, who knows. But again, you know, we're, get, we're getting late. We're almost to May now. Um, and these guys probably need to be making up their minds of like, hey, am I going to sign a lease for next year? Where am I going to live? Am I going to get a job? Like, there's a lot of decisions you have to be made. It's not like you just do something the next day. Right. Yeah. So you feel like these guys probably know, but maybe just aren't putting it out there yet. But definitely a surprise uh, for, for some of these just to not have clarification. And Rocky's been, Rocky's been on it, but hasn't been able to get to a ton of the, the information just yet. So... Kind of a wait and see. So nice. we did the senior preview. Did we get any notable senior entries since? No. Okay. No, late late morning. entries could go through Thursday. Um, so, oh, I got. I think all of Nebraska's seniors are going to return, and there's three on the list that you do not have marked. I heard from Chad Rad. Um, so Van, we, you have you know Van Schultz and Lance. You do not have marked. Yes. And you think they'll be back? Yes. Because you literally just texted Brian Snyder and he told me that. <laughs> I, listen, I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I saw you look. Yeah, okay. All right, so um, maybe from Dr. Brian Luther Snyder. May, may, he said probably. 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 All right. Well, well that, that I'm going gonna... to put that then. Probably. Put, put probably. Put Ben said probably. Likely. Put Ben said probably. Now it's a likely? It would be. I think we should put likely. Why not? All right. Yeah, let's see why not. That's what they do like on the injury reports of uh, the NFL, right? It's like yeah. um, say, maybe. Let's say probable. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, this is yeah. this is just our injury Doubtful. report for yeah. their college wrestling experience. Yes. Right. So they're going to be back. Um, they're likely to return. I love it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Nebraska will be good juniors. yet again. Let's talk. Yes. Let's talk some juniors. So, fifty-seven kilogram juniors is like six to seven so times deep. tougher than fifty-seven kilogram seniors in this crazy, crazy world we're in right now. So, fifty-seven, quite a few tough, tough contenders. Um, what are your thoughts on this weight overall? I think for me, the well, most, I, the one I'm most excited about is Greg D. And that, sorry, I'll let you go, Ben. Oh, no, no, I was trying to find the preview for uh, the, you guys have the yeah, list. I'll put it. Okay. I got, I got it now. I got it. Okay. I got it. I was searching your main page. Um, yeah, I mean, great. So Greg D is one we haven't seen compete in a while, so that's very interesting. Richard Figueroa, uh, I don't want to say he's been on a downswing, but uh, I would say his stock has dropped some this year. He lost to Ayala. Yeah. And then who did he, who did he lose to at Dapper Unger. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so Ayala's stock is really high. Matt Ramos obviously won a Cadet World title a few years, but hasn't been like he hasn't been killing it. Um, mm-hmm. Noah Certain was great on his feet at NCA, is terrible on bottom, but he doesn't <laughs> do bottom at this tournament, so maybe that's good for him. Um, yeah, so again, yeah, a, lot, a lot of really interesting contenders, and for me, I don't think there's one that's like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna win for sure. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of names here. I mean, it's super deep. I mean, we just watched Kale Hughes; he had a really good run. Cooper Flynn. In the mix here at 57, I really like him a lot. For me, I I think I like thinking about tournaments and like how it's going to have an impact down the line, not just here for the junior world team, but yeah. okay, how does this? It's an assessment for collegiate, right? And where does Greg D fit in that? Because we're going to talk about Cornell a ton next year, and is yes. he going to be a guy? If if he makes a junior world team here, that to me is is super notable because this is a really deep field. And even though there's some high schoolers and there's young guys in there, it's uh, that's immaterial to me. These are really, it's a lot of really good wrestlers. And if he's able to do that and navigate that, and he looks slick on his feet, this is a guy that's going to contend for AA honors, potentially top five AA honors next year for, for Cornell. Yeah. 100%. I think he's a true 25 pounder, but the thing is, I think Vito might be as well. So I'm not sure how they're going to reconcile that. Now, if you remember, Back in the day, it was like, can Vito make 25? Can he do it? Is it yeah. possible? That true freshman year, and he just didn't want to go down. And then they're like, well, you can't beat Chaz Tucker, so you are now going down. But the cut is <laughs> apparently not like that insane for him. So now they have yeah. two guys that probably should be at 25. So we'll see how they reconcile it. Uh, who's your Who's your favorite here, Bracky? I love Drake Ayala. That's what I was kind of th- I was leaning there too. Now, freestyle wise, where's um, give me the kind of we know you can gut him, uh, but other than that, what f- freestyle vulnerabilities does he have? If not, and what are his accolades um, like? The he's one- a couple time Fargo champ. Uh, the one Fargo final, um, 
I think he did get turned a couple times, but the, and he and he still ended up winning by Tech. Um, but I mean, we haven't really seen him against some of these higher elite level guys. So I don't know um, what like his freestyle weaknesses might be. But he did give up some turns. Um, he's great on his feet, which obviously is gonna help out a lot here, which is why I really like him. I like him here, um, too, just from a pressure standpoint yeah. and how he takes ground. And, like, some of his losses, like his rider block loss, I feel like that's a freestyle. I mean, obviously he avenged that in, in spades. But you watch that match when he lost, even he's just he's just all over the guy. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Ben? Well, I, I was going to say two things. Number one, Kale Hughes, he was impressive last weekend. But wasn't that 55 kg, so a, a whole four and a half pounds smaller, mm-hmm. and then against older people, I, I think that's going to make a difference. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and the second thing I was going to say was I, you know, I actually commented when I first said something about his weight that Matt Ramos hadn't had, you know, necessarily a great couple of years, and really in folk style, um, it's, you know, he he we haven't seen him for the gophers at all and maybe that's why i was thinking that but freestyle i'm reading jd raiders preview he's got wins over darren cruz frank pirelli brandon courtney pat morin i'm sorry jacob morin uh and pat mccormick like why hasn't he wrestled any folk style matches can he just not beat pat, pat mckee so he's not the starter yeah i don't think he can beat mckee and there's still like some inconsistency there like i'm pretty sure the same tournament he beat darren cruz he lost to skylar petrie on the on the Dang. front side yeah, because, uh, I mean, Darren Cruz and Frank – Darren Cruz, Frank, probably, and Brandon Courtney. Like, if you got wins over those three, yeah, those those three, I would say, would be the favorite. If you threw them in this field, they're the favorite. And for whatever reason, uh, he doesn't even have – JD didn't even put Ramos in the top four. I mean, yeah, it's, so it's, it's dicey. Inconsistency. I mean, well, maybe it's not – well, because of Matt Ramos's inconsistency, you mean? Yeah, correct. That's what Kyle right. just said. Yeah. yeah, man. But the, just that those high end wins, you would take that over high end. Yeah. What What's Greg Yakimahalis's best win? Richard Riggs. When was that? <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> not so, not recently. Yeah. So he beat Courtney and Cruz and Britton Longmire, who enters every tournament. Except where's Britton Longmire now? This is Britton Longmire. Oh. A senior, no. yeah, he should. Why is yeah, he in we there? Could have used him in that senior bracket. Britain, it's not too late. It I think you should get in there. It ends tonight, man. I have a hard time picking. So you like Drake? You like who? Do you like Ben? Um, uh, after reading that about Matt Ramos, I'm tempted to go with him. I I also think um, I think Noah Certain will do well because, like I said, uh, he, man, he was he was killing Patrick McKee. Uh, before the bottom of the third period. And then who was he killing on the backside? He was up either 4-0 or 6-0 and got decked. Um, I'm blanking right now. If you don't know, no one does. It was not. It was not a, I know you guys know. You guys have this, the, the bracket memorized from NCAAs. We do. Um, totally. It was – dang, I can't remember who it was. Anyways, he ain't going to have to go on bottom in folk style, so I think his chances are um, all right. I know he had a big win uh, last year – at juniors, he beat Barnett early, um, and then I can't recall who he lost to in the front side. Right, so I, I think Barnett's certain's going to be a factor. Four. Barnett, oh my! Cody <laughs> <laughs> uh, said he's done two Olympic redshirts. Next year will be first year technically at the U. Oh my gosh! What? He still Matt does. didn't Matt Ramos graduate college a whole bunch of years ago? High school, yeah, 
he graduated in 19. 19. So the 1920 season, he Olympic redshirted. And then can he got to do it again. Olympic redshirts? You can do it. Well, the Olympics got pushed. So you can do it again. It's just, it's yeah, just back-to-back it's, years. Wild. Yeah. I mean, I That's guess a, this year doesn't even matter because it, it didn't matter for anybody. So you could do whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Yeah. He was that last chance. Um, he beat Moran in, on criteria in the opening round. Lost to Zane Richards, dropped down, and uh, ended up losing to Jack Mueller. And he beat Pirelli and then lost to Jack Mueller. Dude, I think Ramos is going to win this. Yeah, definitely a good shot. Um, what month was the juniors in so I can get it up from last year? Was it in November or October? What are you talking about? Juniors? Juniors, that happened last year. The one the Keegan one, like in November. Was it November? Oh, or it was November. Yeah, yeah, sorry. November. Okay, good, good, good. We literally forgot about that tournament the other day, Yeah, too. we were talking about it. Yet. We were talking about <laughs> it in our meeting yesterday. We're like, wait, yeah. And they're like, yeah, DeSanto and AJ Ferrari wrestled there. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And he lost to Kolyoko, and AJ beat, beat Elam soundly. And that's when we were like, okay, yeah. AJ can do it. He can win it all. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to get Noah Certain's results up right here, see, just so I can tell you guys how I think he's going to do. Okay, boom. The- so he, uh, he, oh, he lost to Barnett on the backside. So he lost to, uh, he, he won, he won, he beat Barnett. He, so he made the maybe quarters or semis. He lost to Jesse Yabar, 8 5. And then he lost to Eric Barnett after beating him on the front side. He lost him on the back side. Jesse Yabar is an interesting name because he's been in the Iowa room for, I guess, a year now. How's he gonna look um, in this? I'm I'm not I'm kind of more wait and see with Ibarra for this tournament, just because uh, you know let's let's see what he looks like. But. So he had a pretty good juniors last year, um, but he he uh, pulled he almost it took fifth place. So he made the semis, lost to Angelo Rini, um, then he lost to Brody Teske, eleven to nine, um, really competitive, and then he lost to uh, Jesse Ibarra. I'm sorry, he he beat Barnett for fifth place. Okay. Tier four. Yeah. So we'll put him in tier four. Guys, <laughs> you guys are mean to Eric. Eric Barnett is a freaking All-American. Stop talking trash. It's just going to be a running bit We're just, now. It's a yeah. bit, man. Nothing against Eric Barnett. He's a, he's a stud. Okay. There we go. Total stud. Uh, yeah, so, man, it's, it's hard to not pick Matt Ramos when, one, he's been in the yeah. streets, right? He's been wrestling. He just wrestled at last chance. He's beating legit senior level guys. This is a junior tournament. I feel like Ayala's, the, the Ayala's and the Figueroa's are going to have their day. It would be really, really good. But right now, as proven as Matt Ramos is, I'm I'm inclined to go with him over Ayala in the final. Yeah, for real. Wow. Yeah. Well, I real I forgot Kyle Berwick made 57 for this tournament last year too. He must be too old now. Too That's old crazy. Too big. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Ramos also. I'll stick with uh, my original thought of Drake Ayala. Who nice. is Bracky trained? Bracky trained. Bracky Wrestling Academy. <laughs> I'm going to start taking credit for him. Like all those people yeah. who just like take credit for guys they like maybe had in their room one time. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the, that, that exists. That exists. Credit. For sure. Credit takers. They're dorks, though. Okay, 61. This is the weight of weights. Nick Buzakis, Jesse Mendez, Julian Klebov, Jesse Vasquez, Reese Whitcraft, 
uh, among others. It's a Colin Shriver. I'm kind of excited to watch him again. Uh, the, for Why me, does Julian Klebov get such a high mention? Obviously, he had really high level success in the past, but uh, he hasn't really done all. He that got a much high mention because he's just like in the order of the list. He's right there. Not that he's okay. a. I'm not putting him on the level uh, of of. Okay, Smith. well, I mean, Jason in, Burks, Dom Serrano. I think because he's a blue chip recruit and people know his name. Got it. Yeah, you won't. I won't be putting him in the in the top four. So don't don't okay. worry. Well, J, JD Raider has him under top contenders. That's why he, he does not have him listed in the top four. Okay, but all right, it's just out of res, out of respect, you know. Got it. So is is this one for is this this one might be for the high school number one pound for pound? Cause yes, it is. Yes, not it will be once the seniors come out. Which will happen in this summer. Which will happen in the next month or so, yeah. When do you guys pull the seniors out? Because lots of times you do it after cadets, um, but obviously I noticed you didn't do it after cadets this I time. Think, so I think it, is there a for date? Fargo, right? I think usually after Fargo. After. It's like the changing of the guard type thing, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because those seniors can go to Fargo. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we have taken them out, and it's like, oh, like wow. Sometimes. It's like Canaan stores unranked. It's like, okay, well. He was second, yeah, and he graduated. I like graduated. until after Fargo and like doing like a final set, like with them in yeah. there, and then like maybe like Hold the out. next week. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. one year it was like Griffin Perriott, Mitch McKee, Taylor Lamont, all went, all were unranked. <laughs> sort of weird. Yes. Yeah, that does make it weird, and then it almost makes it feel like um, you have more good kids because essentially, you know, if you some of those weight classes, you, there's like twelve seniors. You pull them out, you got twelve new ranked kids. You know, yeah. and so now you have. All these ranked kids, plus all these kids who were ranked, and it just you know it makes it seem uh, better, bigger, whatever. Right. So yeah. for this one, I, I am, I'm, I feel sort of confident that Puzakis is going to win. I think he's just kind of like we talked about yesterday. I think he's one of the few like generational kind of guys you get out of high school every every so every couple of years. I think he's one of them. I think Mendez is going to be. An amazing college wrestler, really, really good, and would make the team at a lot of different weights. But I think he's going up against uh, a guy who's just a just that much better. And it's interesting because these guys apparently recently trained together. Yeah, I think. Oh, really? I, yes. Well, how'd it go? Well, I don't know. No one's telling us. Huh? Hard scraps. That's what I'm I sure, heard. I'm sure hard scraps. Yeah. Both. Uh, they both like tough wrestling. What's your thoughts, Ben? Uh, well, I was just looking up Dom. Dom Serrano only wrestled one match. Some of these guys, you know, this year with the true freshman being able to wrestle, it's like like Matt Ramos. I was like, I don't see Matt Ramos. Where the hell is this dude at? And then he wrestled no matches. Dom Serrano only wrestled one match and actually lost to Andrew Chamble of uh, Michigan State, uh, who is a really good potential uh, guy coming out of high school. Uh, I'm going to go – Probably with you guys, Buzakis. I think Jesse Mendez is interesting. Jesse Mendez is a guy who seems to find a way a lot of yes. times when maybe mm -hmm. you think he, he's not the guy, but he, he figures it out, which is, I think, a great quality. Um, so I think Mendez has a chance, but I'll go Buzakis also. Yeah. How I'm are we a, feeling about one more thing? How yeah. are we feeling about Buzakis making this weight? Is he not really big? I don't know anything about his weight. I didn't class. think he looked huge when we saw him last weekend. I didn't either, but... It just seems like 61. Is what there a he... two-kilo allowance? Well, shouldn't be. There's no, team trials. There's no allowance. Yeah, yeah no, no allowance. Um, what did he no, this is not, last I thought you chance? said this was. But this is World Team Trials. You're right. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like. I, I don't know what his weight class is, so I'm not gonna comment on that. Did Jesse Mendes not wrestle any 60. matches? He wrestled sixty at All last right. chance. Yeah, I guess no problem. <clears throat> What'd you say? Did Jesse Mendes not wrestle any matches this year? He won Indiana State. <clears throat> sorry. I'm sorry. No, Jesse Mendes. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, not Jesse Mendes. Jesse Vasquez. My bad. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, he did. Um, not a what, ton. what weight class? Because I'm I'm not fine. Forty one. Uh, all the way up to forty one. Because then that'd be a guy who you'd say forty nine. He went four and two. How's he down at How's he down at sixty one kg? We said then? the same. We said the same thing yeah. when we saw him entered there. Uh, yeah, I think I said I maybe was on the show. I was like he's not making this weight. Yeah, what it was when doing? we were looking at entries. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to find him at thirty three and forty one, and I'm like, how how am I missing him? He might have got entered at the wrong weight, right? He wrestled it's six weight possibility. Yeah, there's six matches at 149 here. That would be yeah. bizarre that he wrestled 49 and then he goes all the way back down to 60 kg. Most true kg. freshmen are dumb growing, though. We do know yes. that much. But that that's that's a still a 15 pound difference. Well, I was being sarcastic too. Oh, huh. uh, I yeah he JD really high on uh, on Jesse Vasquez having him top four. I'm not so sure. But yeah, I'm not. Got him. <laughs> so, wh what about you, Kyle? I I'd take Brzakis, but man, we cannot freaking count out Jesse Mendes. No. Like Ben said, he always finds a way. He's gonna make this a freaking war. Um, I just feel like Brzakis might just be just a little bit ahead of where Mendes is right now, physically <clears throat> too, right? Yes, uh, but yes, Jesse does have that winning quality that you know. Makes you want to pick mm -hmm. him. But I, I think we'll look back. I think this is a match we'll look back on, you know, in years and be like, you know, it's like a uh, – I'm trying to think of another – you know, maybe not Zane Pico level, but because, I mean, the loser that match won three – had three undefeated NCAA seasons. But <laughs> I think – He did pretty good. It's up there. It's up there. I think it's, I think it's an amazing match and one of the better ones we've had over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's 61, 65 top contenders, according to James Dean Raider, Bo Bartlett, Josh Saunders, Josh Edmond, Chance Lamer, Cole Handlevich, uh, among others. Thoughts on this weight, Ben? Uh, I, lo I love 65. Uh, I'm excited. I think I'm more excited for this one than the other one because I've watched Bo Bartlett, Josh Saunders, Josh Edmond compete so much. Um, I'm really excited to see how Josh Edmonds stacks up against Saunders and Bartlett because I think most people are putting them a tier above him. But Josh Edmonds obviously won the juniors last year. Uh, he had a great run. Let me remind let me remind you who his run was. Um, and Josh Saunders was in that bracket. But Josh Edmonds, he beat uh, Julian Klebov by Techfall. He beat Jesse Vasquez, um, Cameron Piccolo, and then he beat Bryce Andonian in the finals. 10-0. Hell of a run, Josh Edmond. And then he went on to have an undefeated season, I believe, in college. Um, so I I'm really interested to see how he stacks up against Bill Bartlett and Josh Saunders. I think he's going to do really well. I like him against Saunders. I'm not sure about Bartlett. I think when I first saw this list, I was like Edmond. And then I was like, hmm, Bartlett really seasoned, good freestyler. So I kind of scaled back, and I I actually like JD's order here, at least for the top three: Bartlett, Edmund, and Saunders. 
I think yeah. that makes sense. I, and Edmund has that. You know, two out of three for Edmund, he's with his upper body skills and how dangerous he is, he could be Yeah. He could be for super sure. formidable here. Um what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I probably lean Bartlett. Um <clears throat> Edmund had a win over uh Sheldon Mack at last chance too, which mm. is a really nice win. What's what's Missouri gonna do next year with, with uh young Joshua? How are they gonna get him in the lineup? Um well I'm not hundred percent sure, but uh, O'Toole Jock, JQs, and uh, Mahler still all have red shirts available. So um, I think they can maybe play with those somehow. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Man, Kiku <laughs> should go win NCAAs this year. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm not telling you what's going to happen. I'm telling you that those guys have red shirts available, so there's a possibility. Um, we could get bumpy. Right? Yeah, they got they got to stand. I mean, I know Brian Smith told me, uh, he wants to win NCAs in Kansas City. Um, that's kind of home field. That's 2024. So might have to keep keep a few of those guys around till 2024, which means they're gonna redshirt one year. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. 2024. Mm. Mm. 2024. Uh, Kansas City, that, baby, represent. Shot, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's that's a little. Hey, but you know, that works. <laughs> so you think you think. Maybe they redshirt. I don't know him. how they're going to do it. I'm not you sure know. how they're going to do it. Well, Josh Saunders could still redshirt. Obvious. I'm sorry, Josh Saunders. Josh Edmond could still redshirt because this year was an Oli- uh, not an Olympic year. This year was a, a free year, right? It right. count. So he could still redshirt also, as can uh, Muller, JQs, and O'Toole. All those guys still have a redshirt available if, if they need it. So I don't know how exactly how they're going to get um, everyone in the lineup, but I, I know that maybe Brad's a smart guy. He'll figure it out. Yes, he is, and they will. Yeah, that's a good point. They have a, they have a lot of flexibility there. Kind of disappoint. I, you know, I want to see their uh, their full team. But then again, like, is this the year you want to go guns blazing into the team race? But even even so, I mean, so if you sit one of those guys on the bench, um, right, to get Edmund in or how you know, and I think Alan Hart's big too. So you could even potentially bump Alan Hart to forty nine. Edmund could go in at forty one, like. All of those guys are, are, I mean, obviously some of them are much higher, but all of them are like top 20 guys. I mean, Edmund was 10-0 and this year, mm-hmm. um, didn't lose a match. And, you know, he didn't beat anyone really, really highly ranked, but he has win over Zolman, Hone, uh, Kale Happel, Jaron Jensen. I mean, he, he had some solid wins. It wasn't like he was wrestling all bums. No, that's good. And, you know, he lost the rest off to Hart in overtime, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Hart was, yep. mm-hmm. at different points, he was ranked like fourth. I he think. was, yeah. yeah. So he got the yeah. top four. He didn't end up having a, a good round of 12. I mean, right. Not terrible. Not terrible. Okay, so who who are we picking here at 65? After well, Tiger Style I'll, hour. I'll go I'll go Tiger Style over uh over Bobart in the finals. Tigers are bigger than Nittany Lions, just from a biological standpoint. So yeah, man. Did jo- did Josh Sanders default out after he lost last year, or did he lose twice? He lost twice. He lost to uh, Anthony Ferrari on the backside, and he lost to who the hell's Cole Seabricht? Oh, oh, uh, uh, that's the kid good. from Iowa. He yeah, this is Iowa. He's he's not bad. I remember that happening. We ran that match and everything. Yeah, dang, that was uh, 
But then Cole Seabrick lost to Ferrari and Vojnovic, so he did he did not play. Saunders is a very yeah. tough guy to and Sammy Alvarez prognosticate. Yeah, because I mean, he almost beat Matt Kolodzik at last chance. He was kind of in control that match until late, and then like a month before last chance, he'd gotten tech followed by Van Ness, and then he tech falls Van Ness. Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place, huh? <clears throat> Who knows? No Van Ness here. I guess I just. Yeah, Van Ness has been everywhere. Why is he not here? I don't know. I can't believe he's not here. Yeah, that seems abnormal. I mean, because he tried to make the – he tried to go uh, – Last chance qualifier. Right, and then he, he wrestled at the ultimate duels. Maybe they're like, hey, relax from competing for a little bit. Could be something like that, you think? Uh, I mean – Oh, and aren't preps this, this week? Could it be uh, yeah. that? So maybe he's wrestling at the preps thing. Yeah, but this is, I mean, like you said about Le, Big Jimmy Mullen, the Cadet World Team over the Jersey States. Um, I mean, this is, a, this is a big deal. I, you know, I would argue that besides making um, a se- senior world team, a junior world team is one of the biggest uh, say honors or accomplishments that, that you can have. I mean, it's a big freaking deal. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm surprised, but I could see him. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense to compete. Like I could see, he clearly. Uh, I think you could say he's probably not wrestling at his, wasn't wrestling his best. Yeah, but when you when you make a plan, when you make a schedule, it's like ultimate junior trials. Like, come on here. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, maybe part of it is they don't want him on the team. They don't want him. You know, who's they? Who's who's they right now? The, the Illuminati. Uh, obviously, the pink. Are we talking pink. about Kale? Are we talking about his dad? Are we talking about who are we talking about? So his overall, it could be something like Everybody. you know they want him to just like focus on training. Maybe what if the plan is for if the if he might wrestle this year, he needs to get in, be at school, be in that training program instead of gone and at camps and here, there, and everywhere. Maybe it just makes more sense. This this happens frequently with with big programs. Uh, I mean, Iowa used place. to do it all the time. Like, um, it was Iowa for, was really oh, anti freestyle for a minute there. No one was wrestling. Remember they were not there at the junior level. You were just rarely seeing it, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember Tony mm-hmm. Ramos, it was forever before he, uh, because he hadn't wrestled any senior level or even junior level stuff. And then, boom, yeah. he won the NCAAs. And then, you know, he makes the world team. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not uncommon for yeah, obviously making the junior world team, but the the D one schools they view it they view it differently, right? Um, like sometimes it makes sense for them to try to make it. Sometimes not. Yeah, and I but I also don't think. I mean, I know college coaches have an input with high school seniors, but I don't think it's like they're not calling the shots. Not it's not like there's a red shirt in their room and they're saying hey. You guys get on the bus this weekend at juniors. Hey, you you three aren't going, right? Oh, I, think it's, I think they're it's calling not the true shots. At all. Are you crazy? But dude, they are not calling here, that many oh, shots, bro. guys. And they these, are at these programs. <laughs> yes, they are, man. It's like, hey, man, here's the plan. You're gonna graduate in May. Come here in June. Start training to get in summer school. Um, no junior world team or junior world team, whichever they decide for that. We're gonna get you on this thing, doing that, get you acclimated. That is routine. Uh, I would say probably. You're telling years. me. You're telling me if Shane Van Ness wants to wrestle in turn. Well, let's take the name out of it. If X wrestler wants to says I want to go to junior trials, you're telling me the college coach saying, 
you're not allowed to go because no, you're going to come it's here never in June? Like, I don't think it's like That's that. That's what I'm saying. They're not calling the shots like that. Yes, do they have a plan for them to come in and maybe do summer school and do some training? Yeah, of course they do, right? But if the athlete says, hey, I want to go to junior trials or I want to go to this, man, I want to go to Fargo. I think um, it's simple. Of, it's like I think some schools would, Ben, and do. Yeah. I think it's I mean, I, I think they have recommendations, but And I think you're going to you're going to you're going to do your your school's recommendations in my opinion. I mean, I, yeah, I think most high school kids are wimps when it comes to to conflict. Are they, or okay. What they want. Think about it like this. Okay, Shane, you just you just wrestled last chance. Did did fine. You just lost at ultimate duels. How about instead of just always getting ready for a competition, let's just, why don't you come in here, get acclimated, and let's start working on development because we might need you this year to win NCAAs, okay? There's going to be, and how about you make the junior world team next year and let's get you really ready for that. I'm not saying that's what's happening at all. I'm saying that's a really easy conversation to have and and where a college, uh, an upcoming freshman will say, yeah, I think that probably makes sense and okay, I'm on board. And you go to a place because you trust their their judgment and their vision for your overall wrestling career, right? And the parents trust them too. So that's why they end up there. So that's why you see the athletes often acquiesce to the requests of, of the program. And uh, I'm not saying that's what's happening with Shane. It could be something he could have got hurt at last chance for all we know or hurt at ultimate duels. I don't know the reasons, but I'm saying overall yeah. broadly, I think that yeah. happens a lot. Um, I, so I would agree with you that they're they're giving recommendations on what they want, but again, if an athlete, especially of a high level one, says I want to go wrestle in this tournament, I, I feel like they're able to do so. Right. Right. Okay. okay. So who are you picking? I got Josh Saunders over Bo Bartlett. I got Shane Van Ness. <laughs> he ain't wrestling in the tournament. No crap, man. Um, I've got Bo. I got Bo Bartlett winning. I'll take Bo Bartlett as well. He's very good. Good freestyler. Next up, 70 kilograms. Not too bad. Not too shabby of a weight class here. I like this weight. Let me pull it up here. I lost my... I got 36 tabs going. 70. The top Great contenders, job. according to young J.D. Raider, Bryce Andonia and Caleb Henson. A couple. Current Hokie and future Hokie. Anthony Ferrari, Ed Scott, Kale Swenson, John Wiley. And uh, take it away here, Steve, what do you think about this one? This is our man. It's our, it's time for our man. It's time for our man, Bryce Handonian. Yes. yes. And if anyone uh -huh. throws a challenge break in the finals, he's going to kick he's it. He's going to kick it right back. So get ready. That was, that was such a great moment. Kick. We got we got a grip of AWA guys in this bracket. Uh, unfortunately, I can't pick any of them yet. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe it'll shock the world. Um, man, I I was really high on Bryce Handonian. I I always am. I, I was shocked when he lost 10 nothing to Josh Eben. That that was a shocker for me. Um, that match was that crazy. They just of? tried to go upper body. Yeah. Each other. Well, yeah. And Edmund's I, better there. Um, yeah. And so in this bracket, Andonian has all wins over Ed Scott, right? He's not, he has not lost to him. Right. But it's always scary it as crap. It is kind of wild. Yeah, they're always kind of wild. <laughs> he... He, I don't, he, he's got such a weird style. I don't know if it, it's better for freestyle or worse. I love the Andonian. See, he throws, he actually will like throw a lot of guys to their backs in, in bulk style, but they'll like belly down before there's near fall game. Sometimes he just bombs them and pins them. But like that yeah. beat to back stuff will be 
a lot better here. Well, I think it just goes it goes one way or the other a lot faster. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, obviously, freestyle scoring can go fast. So, yeah, so he goes one way or the other really fast, like the 10-0 to Edmund. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anyone in this bracket that can that can beat Andonian. Um, you know, Ed Scott's probably the the biggest challenger, but I think that uh, he, you know, Andonian's beat him every single time. Yeah, it's it's really it's an interesting kind of sort of a drop off in like the number of contenders in my opinion. I, I'm surprised we're not seeing more. I mean, this 70 kilograms, 154 and a half pounds seems like a weight class where you'd have like a lot of condensed talent. There's there's a ton of entries. Don't get me wrong. How many freaking people are entered in this one? I I, I saw like 70 in a couple of these brackets. My god. Um, yeah. Really, really stacked in the middleweights. Maybe it was like 65. It might have been 70, 65, 70. I think I think we have five or six guys in the in this bracket going, um, so you know a lot of people. A name there. we're not saying is going to like go on a run here at this weight. Well, like I I think two guys from our club that I think are, could do decent is is Mitchell Messamrink and Joey Bianchi. Um, Bianchi's he's he's at Little Rock already. Mm -hmm. um, Bianchi actually gave Josh Edmond his toughest match last year, and it was first round, and I was so annoyed. Because the only way he could have lost was give up a four pointer, and he gave up a four pointer in the first round with like a few seconds left, and I was so frustrated watching it. It was eleven nine, and he was up nine seven, and he gave up a four pointer. I mean, it literally. So if you look on the flow thing, it doesn't even have a time on it because it was on the buzzer when it was scored. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. So uh, those are two guys from our club that I think you know can add add some depth to that bracket. Um, I know he he wasn't great last year, but like Kevon Davenport is still a name that you're like oh. this guy is, should be good, right? He surprised yeah. me last year. I really thought, I mean, you know, development still exists for guys, so you don't want to yeah. write him off. But another guy that I like on this list, I have Lee liked Reyna. on this list. Um, what about Manzona Bryant? Well, he was a freshman at Lehigh this year, correct? I believe so. Yes. We didn't see him wrestle anywhere. I don't think we saw him get any matches. Let's see. Yeah. 3-0. Oh. Undefeated. Two Undefeated. Three. Nice. Um, he's got a very interesting skill set, especially for freestyle, kind of really upper body oriented like uh, Bryce Andonian. Um, so he's maybe someone who could sneak in there and get a couple bombs. I know the one year he lost early at Fargo, and he won like nine in a row, came back and took third place. And I think he bonused, uh, not bonus, right? End of the match. So tech follower or pin every single person. So Andonian scares me to pick here because he's going to have to win like, what, seven matches? And he is just a guy who, a matches. in one of these matches, he could do something. He just has goofy moments. And just get like, you know, and especially in freestyle. Well, some of these earlier matches are going to end quick. Yeah, he's just going to bomb yeah. some dudes. You know what? Yeah. Don't be scared. Bracket. I'm not scared. You're scared. Yeah, OW, I think, guys, I OW, think Bryce Andonian. OW, no, stop. The way no, you stop to be OW. It is if you pin everyone. Okay, fine, fair. Possible. He's right. It's possible. If you get seven pins. If you get seven <laughs> pins, he's gonna, he's gonna win the the Junior World Team Trials Gorian Award. What's How many Aaron, times? What's Aaron Gar Gar Gandara doing? Because he had some really good success in high school, but I don't even know where he's at. Well, he was at Fresno, so he's looking for a new home. Oh, oh. God, 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 God! I okay. don't believe he has has found his new home yet. Yeah. Sounds hey, like some shenanigans almost, are going on at 
Fresno, by the way. What do you maybe, mean? Maybe more to yeah. I think this. I mean, in addition to just having bad judgment, I think they're doing some scummy stuff with the coaching staff there. I think more more to come. But really? just yeah, shenanigans with Coach Steiner. Chamberlain wow. just got announced at Utah Valley yesterday. Okay, so nice. So you didn't lose that guy at least. Okay, so seventy. We're going Bryce Andonian. You're going Mitchell Messenbrink. Uh, no, no, no. I said, I said, I can't pick my guys. I, th- I think Mitchell and Joe Bianchi both will. I think they'll get some nice, solid wins. Uh, they haven't proven themselves enough to me pick them over, say Ed Scott or Bryce Andonian yet. So I'm going uh, Andonian over Scott. Ben two one six Wrestling Club in the Facebook chat wants to know if you remember when Manzuna Bryant almost decked Keegan at Super Thirty Two. Really? So I remember Manzona wrestling. Um, he wrestled. He actually wrestled Joey Bianchi at Flow, and he got up big. Um, and Bianchi almost came back. And then he also Manzona also beat Medora at Fargo. I, I don't remember him wrestling. He said it's in the first like twenty five seconds at Super Thirty Two. At Super Thirty Two of which year? Twenty eighteen. Shoot, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, he no. has a cradle. Oh wow. Oh yeah. yeah. How are you guys? You guys clicked on the. Did he put the link up or something? It's freaking oh close. Oh my gosh! He rolls through. How are you guys watching this? It's on flow. It's on flow. <laughs> well, I mean, who sent you the link? Send me the link. I just Googled. I just found it really you quick. You just Google man. I'm gonna send it to Tyler. Him. Yeah. Okay. Said. So. Yeah, then gotta... well, what's the final score? Does Keegan pin him or something? I don't know. I didn't watch that. I stopped. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hold on. Send the link. I rewatched the Zach Sanders highlight. 11. 11 oh, he six. pinned him. Oh, okay. 11 6 bars. when he pinned him. Dang. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, man. Zona Bryant's got some good skills, man. He really I was really in does. the quarters. quarters. He looks cool. Oh, I do pinned. remember that match. I remember. Yes, that was wild. Dang. How did yeah, how did there. Keegan do? Did he win this year? That was the year he won. He, beat, he pinned the Michigan kid in the finals. Okay. What a beast. Yep. Okay. 74. 74 is a lot of fun. I get to oh pick Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This may be the best weight. The other best weight. I think weight. it is. There's three best weights. But <laughs> D this this is oh, I don't know if it's the most exciting one. DJ Hamidi, Alex Facundo, Kyle Valencia, Keegan O'Freaking Tool, Julian Ramirez, if I didn't say him yet, Clayton Ulrey. He's tough. Chase Saldate, we like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Who else am I missing? Tay DeVos. Uh, AJ Kovacs was a really good high school wrestler. Sonny Santiago. Uh, really solid guy. So, yeah, I mean, quite a few, quite really a few tough bar. people. Oh, Dejon Johnson. Boom, there we go. That's a AWA guy at Northern Iowa right now. Okay. You got quite the funnel there. Quite the, the tunnel from Wisconsin to. Four guys? Yeah, there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking uh, of Panther Train, apparently, Panther apparently, train. you never addressed this, Ben, when I sent you what? the text message. You, you did get taken down by um, Lee Roper's <laughs> teammate. I don't buy it. Find the match. I don't think I did. <laughs> you don't think you got taken down? You can read the text message if you want. I don't think I got taken down. You, you, okay, <laughs> Ben's story about tapping someone in a cradle was against a teammate of mine, Neil Martin. I was Matt side. He did get a takedown, and Ben almost killed him. <laughs> I don't think so. Find the match. Ben, listen, 
why why can't you admit you got taken down? I mean, I'm I'm being very little. I don't think that happened. I really it's possible. It's definitely possible, but I don't think so. Um, I cannot find. You weren't like someone that like, oh, I don't get taken down. You got taken down. Yeah, I got taken down sometimes. Do you think Neil Martin's too good to take (laughs) you down? All right, Southern Scuffle was off 2005. Let's see. It's uh, just going to show a fall there. It's not going to have like this score. We lost to Minnesota that year, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Probably because you got a team point taken away for choking out Neil Martin. No, I didn't get team point. That's perfectly legal. <laughs> you were strangling this. Him. Yeah. Quarterfinals. Oh, Ben Askren defeats Neil Martin by pin in two minutes, 21 seconds. It sounds like he took you down. You you choked him out. Okay. Li- okay. Here, listen, I'm going to tell you why I don't think that happened. Okay. Don't hold it against me. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I ended up tech falling Travis Frick in the semifinals 23 to 8, but I was up big in the first period and I chose down. And Travis Frick sucked me back. Uh, and got a, a two near fall count. And I remember being really pissed because that was the first points I think I gave up all year, besides mm-hmm. letting someone go on an escape. So I don't think Neil Martin took me down. I don't have the match to back up what I'm saying. So maybe you guys don't have to believe me. <laughs> well, uh, I, you're, you're, you're an honest person, so I believe you. I just feel like, yeah. Th- here's the thing. to, to and you're, When you just start mowing through everyone, it's like it can all kind of run together. But... Yeah, I feel like someone like Lee and Neil, they would like have a vivid memory. It's like, holy crap, he took him down, Possible. right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh huh. So, um, it just pulled more into focus. Who's gonna win this? I think we, uh, I think we all well, know who we're gonna pick. You know, who Neil Martin lost to uh, Jay Borschel for fifth place in that tournament. No kidding, Virginia Tech. Who's Jay Borschel? Yeah, of Virginia Tech. Yes, great Hokie. One of my favorite Hokies. <laughs> all right, who are we picking here? This is I'm not easy Keegan. for me. I mean, we're picking Keegan. I'm picking Keegan. We're picking Keegan. And he's going to go win, win a world title. Oh, baby. Let's do that. So, but, man, there's so much juice here because all right, if, you're, if you're Penn State and you're, you know, you want to see how Alex Facundo looks. How does this guy stack up in a really, really tough weight yeah. class? Because uh, he's a guy you might need next year. He might be yeah. the guy. And DJ Hamidi. He could be a guy next year for Wisconsin as well. You never know. And Julian Ramirez could be a guy for Cornell. Right. Um, and I, I, so I think you also have the, besides Keegan, you have an interesting contrast because you have Saldate and DeVos who had, uh, they had solid success at the college level. I mean, they weren't killing it, but they were, uh, let me see. I think they're both NCAA qualifiers. Good for their uh, age. Where, yeah, I mean, so DeVos... He went to NCAs. He won. He won. A, he actually he beat Chase Saldate first round, and then he lost to Hydley and he lost to Wyatt Sheets. Um, and Saldate went to NCAs. And he went. He lost to DeVos and, and Pettit. So you know they're both guys who've been in the NCAA tournament. So if you're looking at uh, how are these other guys going to do against them, yeah, that's a good marker. Right. Yeah, they're 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 solid dudes. I like Saldate a lot. I think he, I think he sort of underperformed at NCAs a little bit. We had a really good Big Tens. And yes. Then, yeah. Where, so how do, what do we think about Kyle Valencia here? I guess I'm just Poss- embracing that we're calling him Kyle. I know it's Kale. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, damn. Uh, Saldana did have a good Big Ten. He lost to Caleb Young, but then he won four matches in a row before losing to And he beat uh, Kendall Brayton Coleman. Lee. Yes. Yeah, it's a good win. Right. Double dang. Double dang. Um, I, what's Kyle Valencia been doing this year? Because California obviously canceled their season. I don't really recall seeing him anywhere. Obviously, who's number one? Him and right. Facundo had that really close match. He wrestled, um, and he wrestled after that at uh, what was it? Was it those duels in Georgia that they yes, did? Yes, they they wrestled there. Yeah, he was there. He took, he took a. Did he lose to Hamidi there? Did Hamidi beat him? There was a bunch sounds of weird familiar. results. Sounds there. familiar. Yeah, I think Hamidi beat Valencia. What Chittum? Chittum bumped up. Chittum. Did Chittum beat him? Wait, why isn't Chittum wrestling this weekend? So he's wrestling Greco apparently. Not freestyle, only Greco? I think he's gonna bum bum knee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. So huh. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't quite understand the Greco move there, but Yeah. I like him when he can grab the legs and do all his Cody Chittum things. He'd beat man. Can you imagine if he was in there at sixty five? Yeah, that cow. would be good. I'd be insane. I'd probably pick him. At but, 65, you, you'd pick him over oh, Shane Van Nest? <laughs> <laughs> you you wouldn't pick that. him over Bo Bartlett? Stop. I might. Might not. Come on, well, would you do it right now? Bo Bartlett. I I get to make a super match. Bo Bartlett, uh, Cody Chittum. Who are you picking? I'm picking Bo Bartlett because he's healthy. But yeah. No, think... they're both healthy. They're both healthy also in my scenario. Hmm. I think Chittum can win. Stop. You're picking Bo Bartlett. Just do it. I don't think I would. I don't know that. I don't know for a fact that I would. Is wow. it crazy? Should I not consider you, this I match? think like two months ago you called Bartlett to win NCAAs. <laughs> That's true. Had, and I didn't get the opportunity to predict that for Chittum just because he's not enrolled in college yet. Oh it would have been gosh. a Chittum Bartlett finals if uh, if I had my way. I don't know. I don't think it's it's crazy to consider that match super competitive, personally. Okay, fair enough. No, I think it's going to be competitive. I just think Bartlett's the winner. Yeah, potentially. Okay, so we're going... Okay. I'm going O'Toole over Hamidi. Uh, Facundo third. O'Toole over DeVos. Uh, DeVos made the finals last year uh, of the juniors, yeah, that the one that was in November. He actually lost to Bernie Truex, and it kind of... Reminds me that we didn't see Bernie Truex coming. We probably should have saw that coming a little bit when he won the juniors because that's usually a pretty good I indicator tried to say of future something. success. Bracky, Bracky said it once every third show. I didn't say he was going to – I didn't think he'd beat like Labriola and uh, oh gosh. Massa, but I thought he could maybe like sneak on the bottom of the podium. Uh, so, I'll take Keegan over uh, Facundo. So Kyle uh, – last year at juniors he won a match and he lost to bernie truex second round um and then he went on a run and finished in in seventh place he lost to facundo uh four one got it got it got it got yep. it man this that's a really fun wait holy cow i that can't wait for it 79 national champion carter starachi enters the mix he looks yeah. like he is among the biggest favorites, I believe we've we've had. Would you agree? Yeah. That? I so don't think. There's... Is Patrick Kennedy not wrestling? Because obviously he made the finals last year. Um, is he out? 
He's not entered. Yeah, so yeah, I wonder why because obviously it's it's in Iowa, his hometown. Well, they had the thing at Coralville, and they basically sent no one um, to that October one. They had it, yeah. you know, down the street. So, I and I gotta think he's still junior eligible, obviously, right, Patrick Kennedy? Yes, I think so. Yeah, gotta be. Has I mean, be. Gable is. How about that, Gable Stevenson? Mm-hmm. He was. Appreciate Are you sure? You. No, he he's not. He's in his third year of college. He's twenty. Yeah, he's not. But he's going to be 21 this year. It's when they turn this year. Oh, yeah. He'll be 21 in May. Yeah. Okay. I really like Trey Munoz a lot also and, and Donnell Washington. Obviously, a couple good names on the list at 79. I like Munoz as well. I think I think it, it's Starachi over Munoz and DJ Washington third. Uh, I'm excited to watch Ninehouse, Kybes in the mix, but that's kind of how I see it. For 79. Bray, yeah. very high. Uh, Matthew Singleton, who's a stud high schooler, but I don't know about beating some of these Matthew college Singleton, guys. The Georgia kid? Yeah. Mm, nice. Uh, tough. Obviously, uh, I'm excited to see a few of my guys compete. Ellis, Ellis Flegger's at Missouri and uh, Clayton Whiting, uh, who this is, he's only junior high school, so he's making a big step up in competition here. I'd be interested. The other high school that's really good on this list is uh, Manny Rojas from Michigan. He's Super yep. tough. I don't know if he's a junior or senior right now, but he's good. I think he's finishing up his junior year right now. Bless you. Sorry about that. And then Trey Kibe. Where, where's Trey Kibe going? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech got a lot of guys on this list. Cause they had uh, Ulrey in the la- in the last weight class. And who did these get co- to commit yesterday? Someone else. Caleb Henson. Right. Caleb Henson. Caleb Henson. Caleb Henson and Donian in the same way. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. Hokies, Hokies going all in on this term. I love it. Yeah. Yes. May we see a surprise entry later today? Who knows? In the senior well, who are you hinting at? Just, just a tease. Let's I don't know. Level. Cody Brewer. I don't know. Uh, don't who know else that. is at Virginia Tech? Uh, Andy Smith. <laughs> I think he is entered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If Man. he's entered, he's probably oh, going to no, place because there's not a lot of people him. with those weight classes. Those weight I thought classes he was, are very I thought he thin. was going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. Well, he would be a junior, though. I Kyle. think. I know. Yeah. Because he's only a freshman. Yeah. I think Snyder, uh, Snyder may have tapped him as his Olympic training partner. So he's maybe not oh, available. Wow. That'd be a good choice. Yeah, so I'm taking Carter Stracci. <laughs> yeah. 86 now. Kyle Haas way on down there. 86 kilograms. This guy wrestled 220. I Kyle. Yeah, I was going to say he's been up at 220. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. yeah. They got Lots him a of... Cowboy Slim job. <laughs> Seriously, he's the reverse bulk job. So him, mm-hmm. Chris Foca, Anthony Parker, Dylan Fishback, and Jackson Smith, the big guy. Uh, in as deep as some of the other ones. No, it kind of it really thins I out think, as we get bigger. Yeah, I think Foca's a pretty big favorite here. Yeah, I like Foca is... Well, what about Nathan Haas? Did he have a decent year this year or no? He um he, it would have been his first year in Nebraska. Yeah, remember he beat uh oh, yeah. Webster, I think. Like first first uh, tournament or first match of the year. Yeah, he beat Owen Webster. And their kin is who can Nathan and No, Nathan huh? no. No, Nathan's, Nathan's from, from California. Uh, okay. California. 
St. John Bosco. He went two and two. He went two and two this year. I mean, he's he'll be he'll be in the mix a little bit. I don't know. Oh, well, you guys didn't say. You know who's going to be in the mix here? Say Colton it. Hawks. That's it. Mizzou, Mizzou, Tiger style, baby. Well, let me read off you guys. I'll read, read off who we beat this year. Um, he had a pretty solid year. He couldn't start over um, Jeremiah Kent. Uh, he was five and three. I think Let's he beat see. Samuelson, right? He beat Samuelson, number 24. He lost. He only lost to Parker, 3-2. to two, And then he only lost to Britt Wilson, number 9, 5-4. Uh, so, you know, he, he was in some matches with some really good guys. Um, and obviously, college 184 is a lot different than juniors, um, you know, where you wrestle some high school kids. So, yeah, I, th- I think Colton Hawks is going to have some, some success at this tournament. Let me look. I, I think he did relatively well last year at juniors. Let me, let me bring that bracket up. Ah, uh, your bracket's taking too long to load, or maybe it's my internet. You never know. You never know. There's a guy named Griffin uh, Gamble, which sounds like Gannon Grimmel, so he could be very tough. Colton Hawks last year, let's see, he wins first round, lost second round to Parker Kekeisen. Yeah, then he, he only lost to Parker Kekeisen. He took fifth place. He loses to Parker Kekeisen again in the Conce Semis. Dang. So, I mean, fifth place last year. I bet, Yeah, I bet he's going to put together a pretty solid performance. Tiger style got a tough room. A lot of Absolutely. dudes. All right. So we're all taking Foca. I'm over. going um, Foca over Hawks. I kind of like that. Too. How How is David Bray picking Fishback and Jackson Smith high school kids over Colton Hawks? He's a high school ranker. He loves them. Well, I'm wondering if Hawks. No, he was in there. Was it? Late entry or something? Yeah, I wonder. Hawks on here. I wonder if when he wrote this, Hawks wasn't in at the time of publication. So we'll ask him about it, though. We'll put him in the hot seat. Ninety-two, Rocky Elam, Isaac oh, Trucker texts me to crap on himself, and he said Colton Hawks was up eight-zero on him both times. Oh man! What? <laughs> Shout That's out! What Parker he just Kekai. texted me, and he won both those matches. I guess so. What, he just put I, the I mean, pace I, on him? What a beast. I'm on the bracket. I can look to confirm that this is true or false. The first round, uh, Parker, no, it was seven. He's lying. It was Colton Hawks was up 7 0, and Parker won 19 to 9. He tapped him. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> and then I can look in the. Uh, he tagged him with two minutes left in the match, too. Jeez, oh my ladies, gosh. Colton. Yeah. I can look on the other one to confirm. Let's see. The other one. Let's go, Colt Hawks Parker Kekeisen. Yeah, he's definitely uh, down. He's, eight zero. Up, he's down to eight zero. Eight zero, <laughs> and he wins. Parker won eleven to eight. Man, wow! Holy cow! How did um, he get up eight zero? That's what I want to know. Um, yeah, uh, man. Oh, he Colton Hawks could he could wrestle with Chris Foca? Foca did maybe just Colton beat Hawks Max wins. Dean. You never know. He did. He beat Max Dean, and then Max Dean he's said, good. "See ya." I'm out of here. See ya. All right. Uh, okay, 92. Yeah, maybe maybe Hawks is the guy uh, other than Hawks, Foca. I think he's the finalist, Joe. All right, we got Elam, Trumbull, Christian Carroll. That's interesting. Zach Glazier, who's an Iowa Hawkeye. Uh, other names in the mix here. Carroll's still only a junior in high school, correct? Yes. I actually think he's a sophomore. He might be a sophomore, like an old sophomore. What? No, there's no way he's age eligible then, because you have to be eighteen, you know, eighteen year old, right, to be in this tournament. 
It's 19, 20, and 18 if you petition in, I believe. Or am be I wrong on that? You could just be old. Wow, this 92 bracket's small. Sophomore. He's a sophomore. Wow. Yeah. Um, hey, there's one kid, John Gunnerson, who trains at our Madison facility. He won state this year. He's he's a freaking beast. Tristan told me he did 20 muscle ups in a row the other day. What? Which I I didn't see with my own eyes, so I can't <laughs> comment that it's true. But this dude, this dude's strong. Can you he's do a muscle strong. up, Ben? I've never been able to do a muscle up. It freaking sucks. It's yeah. so embarrassing because you know I I worked out at a CrossFit gym I with my personal trainer and all these like there were some moms and stuff doing muscle ups I could never freaking do a muscle up <laughs> it was so annoying yeah. even when I was in really good shape could never get a muscle up it was awful dang yeah Have I could do like twenty four percent in a row I've never even tried to do one I've never like Jackie probably could he probably go do it don't you have a rack out there like where you guys are at. If you try to muscle up on that thing, it'll it's, probably it's, fall over. It's right? like a squat rack that yeah. we just put up the bar up high and do pull-ups on. If you started uh, doing gyrations Swinging on, on there, it, yeah, it would probably fall. Um, Wouldn't be so good. Okay. Well, I'm all in on a guy. Maybe can I can get Workman's comp though. Then. Yep. <laughs> then then uh, that on top of your tenure, and you're a made man. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a made man. I can't be touched at that point. Basically a capo at that point. <laughs> All right, I've got Elam winning this. Yeah, I think, I think he's a pretty big favorite. Pretty big fave here. Yes. All right, all these guys. Man, Tiger style. Tiger style could have the whole team. They might go. They might go. Certain Edmund O'Toole, Elam, uh, oh Hawks, Elam. This they might have the half the damn American team. Tiger in. style, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Ben's never more excited about Missouri than I before the tournament. That. This is uh, uh this is when they were gonna have nine All Americans and finish ten points back of Iowa. Yeah, that was the and Andrew Cerniglia was gonna make the semis. Oh, oh man, why didn't you guys tell me he was so bad? We well, basically I spent... think I must have I think I must have watched him like one time and been really impressed and then never watched any of his other matches or something. It's yeah. not that he's bad. It was just like he hadn't beaten anybody he's a true freshman he hadn't beaten anybody he did have one he only had one loss but it was a not good one and we just tried to tell you that his path was terrible yeah it wasn't an easy path I'm pretty sure he lost in uh, round one uh yeah he definitely, I think he had he he definitely he definitely lost or, like yeah yeah he had like that yeah we were actually talking about week. him this morning because christian asked about poznanski and so I was looking at the big board coming out of high school, and Cerniglia was like 18 or something like that. Oh, really? Pretty good. Yeah. But the, he was true freshman this year, correct? Yeah, you probably watched him like PA States or something. We're like, I really like this yeah. kid. Yeah. That's it. I'm, 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 yeah. I must have watched him somewhere. and then He'll have his day. It just wasn't going to be that day. Yeah. Okay. Next up, big favorite, Braxton Amos. Yeah, we got like every way we're saying this as we go up. Yeah. That, this like is true. The favorites just get. Braxton Amos is the biggest favorite of the tournament. I think this this weight is because the weights is not, not great. Bray was trying to figure find two people to put third and fourth yesterday. He just he found a guy like, with a Russian name. He was like, "Bracky, who do I freak do I put third and fourth? But well, Amos and, and Lau, I mean, should be pretty far away from the rest of this field. And then Amos, I'm I feel like there's a pretty big big gap between Amos and Lau as well. Yes, yes. I'm impressed by. Um, 
uh, Izzy's recruiting skills. He went all the way to Russia to get this guy. Oz <laughs> <laughs> Braille. Smart. Uh, Very smart. Yeah, so, Braxton, someone on the ground needs to find out how uh, big Braxton Amos is and if he can make uh, 197. Is there really only 12 people in this bracket? That's it? Currently. I remember one time Junior World Team Trials had two people in it. It was Roder and Snyder. Do you remember that year? I do not. It was like oh, two. I do remember that. But that wasn't the open. That was the trial. But yeah, the 97 bracket was was smaller. Yeah, and then no one thought they could beat Kyle Snyder, so only two people showed up. That was weird. Yeah, I think it was him. He maybe had to beat one person, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it was just – it was. there were not more than three people in that bracket that year. Yes. Hashtag Kyle Snyder effect. And then heavyweight, a little more interesting, certainly yes. more interesting than 97. Um, Luis Fernandez, Luke Luffman, Chase Horn's entered. That's kind of interesting. I like mm -hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt Hendrickson, Pete Christensen. J Jacob Bullock was a really had a solid high school career. He's at Indiana right now. Was an Illinois kid. Josh uh, Heinzelman. I really like Wyatt Hendrickson. He, yeah, he's kind of a beast. Huh? No, he loves, of, dude. He's he a beast. loves Wyatt <laughs> Hendrickson. Big he's, Twelve. He was, yeah, he was the NCAA qualifier this year, correct? Yeah, mm -hmm. he's rolling dudes up. He just runs people over with arm bars. He's only like a freshman. Yeah. He loves Wyatt Hendricks. I mean, you know, sixteen and five as a as a freshman, uh, he pinned Brandon Metz. I just ran him over in a bar <laughs> multiple times. He pinned Brandon Metz twice. No he one pinned Brandon Metz twice at the NCAs. Yeah, this kid's good, and y'all need to recognize it. He scored two points on Gable Stevenson. He beat Hunter Katka and Jordan Wood. They were near yeah. fall. That's good. He turned he yeah. turned uh, Gable in a tilt. Luffman, I'm pretty sure. Katka, Jordan Wood, when are you guys going to start respecting Wyatt Hendrickson? That's that, man. Dude, he beat Jordan I, I Wood? Actually, yes. All right. Hendrickson. Hendrickson might be the favorite of this weight class. Him or Fernandez, I got. I really like Luis Fernandez, too. I yes. do like Luis Fernandez a lot. You won't pick Hendrickson to win this bracket. Make the junior world team win a junior world title. I will. I'll pick the troop. Boom. He's He ha controls the airs. Yeah. Controls the airspace. He's going to control it, which is an upper, which means he should be going Greco because he can control. That's true. Dang, yeah. Luis Fernandez didn't wrestle any matches this year, but two years ago, uh, he was twenty six and four. He was in the streets, just fighting everybody. <laughs> we had him like I think like fourteenth before Ivy League pulled the plug on the season, and that was him not getting to wrestle a lot of guys either. Like he, he might have been a much higher rank yeah. guy. He just didn't get to hit a lot of guys. His. Uh, one yeah. year at Cornell. I'm going all he in on the troop as Gene well. Graham and uh, and Gas Tank Gary. I'm going Hendrickson over over Fernandez. Let's go. I'll go Fernandez over Hendrickson. Okay, now we have some balance, fair and balanced. Mm -hmm. All right, that's Junior World Team Trials. It's gonna be freaking electric. Awesome. Saturday and Sunday gets going with Junior and Senior Freestyle. Gonna be very very fun. We should go to questions because it's 9:30. That somehow took a really long time. Well, because there's some freaking awesome brackets. I yeah, mean, yeah. honestly, the juniors much is, better than seniors. That's, yeah, that's why we just want to get seniors. seniors out of the way yesterday. This was yeah. not an FRL question, but it's a question from a guy who's maybe been on FRL, Brock Height. And he said, name a guy that transferred from a small school after having success to a power program and, and improved. 
He said, I can't think oh. of one. I, I was there. I mean, I thought just, I saw that question this morning. I didn't think too much about it. I should have more about it. But one easy one's Mogul Wall. That's from my era. Um, went from central Oklahoma to Oklahoma State, took third of the NCAs, and then obviously had a lot of international level <laughs> so success. So think D1 to so, D1. Yeah, then Brock like tweeted, he's like, I should have clarified. I was talking like D1 to D1, not Juco what's or the, like another level. Well, D2 so, like, would be a so, college also. Yeah, but he's thinking D1. So like uh, a guy like Andrew McNally we're talking about from a Mac school to Big Ten. Like yeah. if he were to take a big jump at Wisconsin, like he goes from like blood round, 10 to 12 rank guy to like top three. Like something What about like DeSanto? That. See, Bracky and I argued about this. I feel like he is on the natural trajectory for his career. Yeah, that's true. Br- Bracky's like I did think DeSanto got better at Iowa. I guess he got better, better but he was going to get better at, at Drexel too. It's true. Because he's you know, driven. That's that's my thought, and we'll never know the answer. And obviously, we'll Iowa know. is the best place for for lightweights right now, and has been for years. But. So you're looking. So like, I guess the point of the question is to find people that would not have achieved what they did um, at their smaller yeah. school, right? Like so, you're saying, yeah, you took I, I a jump because right. you went to the bigger mm-hmm. school. And yeah, I, mean, all, I think what he's probably saying is that a lot of people. He's saying a lot of people think that making that jump will do them a lot of good, and lots of times it's just not true. That's what I think, and that's what I I kind of agree with it. Um, I kind um, of think, I, yeah. Go ahead, Christian. Sorry. No, I just I think a lot of these guys were going to be about what they were going to be. Obviously, programs can elevate, but I I don't think we've seen a ton of evidence that these guys, you know, well, have major shifts. Joe McKenna, Stanford, Ohio State. I mean, he, he was, was you like probably a, say he was going to be good anyways, or was already he was good junior world place. silver. He was, he was like a, a freshman. At AA. Freshman, he got third um, yeah, as so a he freshman. Didn't really get better. So. Not really. Uh, I don't think well, there's, there's someone a... Penn State snagged. Um, my Andrew Long, I guess, Kyle was already Cannell. good. Canell went from get any better. Long was second worse. at Iowa State, and he was third. I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, one, guys... one of the things with the small college thing when they're there. They're they're getting a lot of focus from the coaching staff, and they're yes. and a lot of times they're kind of used to that. And then when you go to the bigger programs, and they have tons of good guys, you might not get the same level of attention that you did when you were at the other program. Right. Okay. Uh, so that's it. It's an interesting question. If you're listening, hit us up with some uh, some great examples. I thought that was a good question, and I didn't have like a super. Obviously, the Edinburgh Exodus guys. You know, you had. A lot of people said Lugo. A lot of people said Corbin Myers. Dakota Gear was brought up, and and I feel like all those guys were are just kind of on their natural trajectory for their for their career as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've seen a huge huge jump for a guy. Who who are some of the Iowa? Well, <laughs> you could say the Virginia Tech guys, but not really from from not Virginia really. Tech to Iowa. Um, yeah, not really. Not really. Okay. Next question. Um, I like this question. Hold on, let me find it. It's about parents. I want to. Should parents be allowed to watch practices? Thoughts on them coaching their child if they're not on staff? I and I th- I think of this. This is, I don't think this is happening in like D one rooms. Although maybe some. But uh, I'm thinking this is like high school clubs or, or high school 
Coach, no. how do you handle parents, Ben? Uh, we don't let them coach. I, they, if they're saying stuff during practice, I generally like ask them to stop. Yeah. Have you had um, major issues with it, or only get, one person ever? Only one person. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, most of them are great. I mean, now it's especially like they understand what the the expectation, the standard is, and there's a there's a level of trust that we're gonna have their kids' best interest in mind, and we're gonna do right by them. And so, we have very minimal issues these days. I I, <laughs> it's fun. Like, I love that I can watch Caleb's practices, but I do have a. I don't. I've never done it, but I. There are times where I want to yell an instruction or a reminder or a thing at him and I don't do it but I really 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 want to do it and I know <laughs> that because I know it's what should be said to him right now but there's a room of kids and they're not they're, they're not just watching Caleb like I'm watching only watching on one kid so it's like it's not getting yeah. addressed and I want to say it and yeah. don't say I it mean, so th- I mean my whole thought process on that though Christian is that you know, obviously coaching helps, right? It definitely does. But there's also should be a level of accountability to the athlete where it, even from a young age where they have to think about, um, oh, I need to do this to make this move right. And like, it should not be every rep getting corrected. It's like you should, you know, if they're doing, they're doing no. 10 reps, you know, you as a coach walk around, hey, make sure you adjust your hand a little lower or pinch your elbow or whatever it is. But, you know, if you stand over them, um, they're not taking any accountability for, for their actions, right? And so it's like, while you may say at one time, at some point it needs to click in themselves, hey, I need to do this. Oh, hey, coach told me that. And that's kind of like, if you want them to have that real long-term success, they're going to have that accountability to, to, to themselves. So when nobody's watching them, they're still making those adjustments and doing things right and thinking, oh, does this feel right? Oh, wait, that's not quite how it you know looks. And, and they're thinking through it themselves having that problem solving ability it just i mean because that's life right when you when you grow up if kyle's having a problem um you know christian's not gonna be standing over his shoulder and fixing every single problem at flow kyle's got to figure some of that shit out himself yeah no doubt and i try to like all right I'll, I'll take, he blackmails me to figure it out i do i do that's great he's very blackmailable i so what i do is i'll like all right i'll, I'll, I'll watch the practice i'll just kind of be thinking about the things I'll let the practice in and we'll drive for a little bit. And then maybe that day, maybe not that day. Cause like after practice, he's kind of cooked and I'll like try to bring up a few of the things that I think are like most important that I th- think didn't get addressed. A lot of them are just like sort of attitude and men- mentality related more so yeah. than technical. But anyway, I, I think the, the topic of parents with youth wrestling is, is interesting. And, um, yeah, uh, I know. Like- I mean, one one of the things I'll say from from uh, which I think it's probably either developed um, before we ever get them, or or even while we're coaching them, right? It's like in, in the home, it's like be tough, work hard, like those type of things. Yeah, like if 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 they come to us, they already have those. Man, that makes my life easier. I don't have to teach them how to be tough. You know, obviously the kids who need to be taught that probably those are the ones who benefit most from it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're not they're not getting it home or somewhere else but um it does make our life easier when the, you know like my son if he falls down um you know or my daughters they don't lay there and cry till mommy or daddy comes over they get up and they keep playing because they've they've understood that laying there and crying is not acceptable 
And the, you know, they're a little tough in that way. And so if we can get that, like those type of things, hard work, toughness, um, if we can get those things built into our kids from the parenting, then that, that makes my job a lot easier. For sure. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this correctly, but like, I think, is, is he not let parents even in the room at all? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So some people take that, that even that much of an approach. Yeah, I will tell you, we did a parent ban for Corona last year because we were trying to do some more safety protocols, and it was so it was so beautiful when there's no parents in the room and there's just like nothing else extra. And honestly, with our high school practices, like I'll tell you, last night between two high school practices that I was coaching, there there was one parent at both at combined at both of them. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's I don't want to say it's non-existent, but parents don't really show up at that level for our practices. At the youth practices, that's when it was you know because the parents. And even if they, even if they're not coaching, if they're over there freaking blabbing, it's like, hey, bro, I'm trying to coach practice over here, and you guys are having a good old time over there, and the kids are getting distracted. Yeah. So having I, no parents during Corona was nice. Yeah. Hey, I, I love all you parents that I'm talking uh, not so great about right now. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we do. A, we have really good. No, we do a really. I have no parents to complain about. We have really good parents. I'm very happy with them. Right. Uh, yes. Craig Richards. Spencer Lee didn't wrestle much in the past year and still hurt and still hurt his knee. With next year's full schedule, you think it'll be an issue issue wrestling a lot more, fixed or not fixed. Well, I would be stunned to see Spencer not on some sort of a pitch count next year. For sure. I don't see him in the full thing. I don't know how I don't know what the recovery is gonna be because to this point, I don't think he's had surgery, which makes me wonder if he's going to have surgery. Right. Surgery. Uh, and if the first one performed well, right, he had, he had the first one and he apparently did not have surgery on it. Um, what do you say? What the Jack Mueller match? Right. Um, it should be fine. Don't you think? And it, if it is giving issues, I got to assume they're either going to give him time off or not have him wrestle a full schedule. So I, I don't see it being an issue. So I, I'm, I mean, maybe we need our, our ACL doctor back on, but, how is he going to be able to move laterally? Because he did an interview where he's like, I could not move side to side. Like everything was like straight back, sprawl, heavy hips, circle, circle, circle. So he couldn't hit his like reattack stuff or anything. Like, can that yeah. really get resolved? Can you build that much strength around the knee that you can move side to side? Well, because he, that's a but big we part didn't of notice his it. game. But we didn't notice it with the first one because apparently the first one's still gone, right? And we thought he wrestled great. Uh, we'll say at the, the 2019. Um, U.S. Open, the one that was in Dallas. I mean, right. he looked outstanding there, and he he apparently was missing one ACL at that point in time. Yeah, I I just man, who has wrestled without an AC with no Two ACL? ACLs. Yeah, that's just Spencer. Oh yeah, Spencer. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just Tim. He's a freak. He's an yeah. alien. He's an alien. He'll win. If anyone I, can do it, he can do it. Part of me just wants to see him. This doesn't make sense probably for Iowa from a team perspective, but if he just got the surgeries or whatever the most thing, and even if it meant a year, like just come back and just be as healthy as you possibly can and then just destroy, right, and win your fourth title yeah. and, and all that stuff the next year. And it would be gutting probably the, for the team race if he didn't return. He was their only national champion. But, man, I just think what you have is this guy that – it's a generational talent, and he could be a multiple world and Olympic champion. That's like still in the cards, in my opinion, for him. Yes. And 
You just want to see that. I want to see that maximized, right? Not just the NCAA piece. I want to see yeah. him go on and when and you know, for him, a big part of his prime on the senior level has been completely lost. Like a big part of his prime was yeah. going to be his college years. Let's face the facts. That is when a lot of the best of the best their prime, and that's not really been the case for um, you know Team USA necessarily. Although it was the case for Kyle Snyder. You just don't know when your your prime prime is going to be. And what if that's it for him? What if this is his prime? And, you know, he is an alien, so his prime could extend another seven, eight years. That's reasonable. But yeah. he's clearly wrestling at a super high level, a, a world and Olympic contending level yeah. right now. And uh, I would just like to see what a fully healthy Spencer Lee can do without a giant knee brace, without one ACL. Let's, like... What what about with two and a year of recovery and then what happens right? Yes. Just saying. I don't know. Just saying. We're mi- we're missing his prime at the world level. I agree with you fully. Yeah. Sucks. Okay. Uh, ben, how far do some of your wrestlers travel to any of your club locations? Levi Haynes is driving approximately two hours to M two. Yeah, you know I've heard this with I've really heard this with Pinnacle also. Um, that that their average driving distance is quite a ways. Um, we we didn't see this. So um, you know when we were uh, just you know one location, maybe 35, 40, 40 minutes one way would kind of be on the higher end. Uh, we had a few kids who tried to do it, uh, but you know we we were three or four days a week, so it just it it adds up, right? It's a lot of driving. Um, and then now that we have all the locations, we do a thing where you can practice at any location. So, you know, we'll get kids who stop in from the Madison area or stop in from the Green Bay area, that kind of thing. And they also train, say, in Madison or Green Bay or whatever. Um, and then last year during Corona, when Illinois was shut down, we had a, we had a handful of Illinois families who started coming up um, and they have stayed with us, even though I, I think Illinois is mostly still open. Um, the majority of them, I think, like five of six have, have decided to stay with us. Um, but no, we don't, we don't see that level of driving. The other thing we've had none of, and I know this has happened like, you know, the Wyoming Sam or Blair, those type of people. Uh, we haven't really had any move-ins, unfortunately, maybe at some point, but, uh, we haven't really had that yet. I always tell Illinois, Illinois, listen, Izzy, I love you. And he's a great coach. Taxes are too high in Illinois. Izzy can't lower the taxes. (laughs) Come North, baby. There you go. Um, let's talk taxes. What, how many locations do you have now? Five, five. That yes, and that yes, probably yes. helps too. That there, yeah, a lot of these places only have just the one. You know, yeah. Like there's one pinnacle, right? Correct. But but even before we had those other locations, um, so when we were at two, when we were at Heartland and Mequon, Max might have been having because there's kind of a, a vacant area where there's no good clubs. Say like an hour ish north of Max, and it's two hours to Green Bay. The kids who like like the Bianchi family, say from Two Rivers, um, that's I think an hour ish from Max. You know they they were coming down, um, but yeah, we don't we don't see the two hour thing like you know you heard with Levi Haynes or you hear with um, you know Pinnacle. We I mean maybe the other thing for us is we don't allow partial membership, so you can't buy a half membership. You can't do a drop in. We want to whoever signs up, we're going to help those kids, and that's it. And we're not going to cater to other people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, in the crazy thing about PA, you know, someone driving two hours is there's so many good clubs, yeah. right? 
and you can be good out of a lot of clubs and there's still guys like like a Levi Haynes are like no it's it's it yeah. needs to be here I'm I'm sure there, there might be some empty areas though you know Pennsylvania is actually relatively large especially Big. when you consider the mountains and you, there's some ways you can't go um so obviously like in the Pittsburgh area for example <laughs> there's some parts you just can't get to sorry well it's hard to get to there's a mountain you can't just go from here to here you got to you know zigzag it a little bit and whatnot uh you know the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh area's got a lot of good clubs Philly area's got a lot of good clubs um Allentown, that area, but then there are some parts in the middle where there's just not a lot of great clubs. Well, speaking of Spencer, he was from Sagertown, Pennsylvania, which is like, I think, north. Spencer West? Yeah. I thought um, he was Franklin Regional. Well, yeah, but, and then he eventually moved, they moved to like that, uh, to the Franklin Regional area. Let me, let me, let me confirm Sagertown. Yes, Where's ex Sagertown residents. Sager, so Sagertown, PA. Let's just let's just do some PA geography. I'm, I'm, I'm Google mapping it right now. Oh shoot, that's all the way up. That's by Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes, that's what I thought. It's almost closer to go to Cleveland from that point. Wow. Well, they you know they moved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was pretty pretty far out, and yeah, you're right. It's not that far from from northeast Ohio. So yeah. I, th- I think you do see some of that, but yeah, to your point, there's, there are probably some pockets of, uh, of Pennsylvania where it's tough. Is he from Biglersville? Is that where yeah. Levi Haynes is from? Also random, but I just got the entries for national preps and Van Ness is going to national preps. Mm, He's prepping sense. it up. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I think we got to go. It's nine forty nine. but good. Uh, a good show. Hey, big weekend. Lots of wrestling big to watch. Big weekend. NFL draft. Oh, baby. NFL draft. We ain't uh, watching NFL draft. We're watching no, the juniors. we're doing both. We're doing both. Bracky's, Bracky's <laughs> fingers crossed that the Packers draft another quarterback. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we found the Manitowoc killers Boom. now. That's right. <laughs> um, well, hey, thanks so much for listening. Thank you to Askren Wrestling Academy. They need to open one at the Dells there, right by the Culver's. Oh, be a yeah. good spot right there by the Dells there. Hey, yeah, oh, get it, that's good. get it. That's a good one there, Ben. You gotta let it you go know, a little right bit down more. Some pirate Cove putt putt. Back to your ropes. Yeah, <laughs> get a lot of putt putt. All right, I'm leaving. All right, we'll see you later there, Ben. Ben's out, but we're still here. We'll see oh, you. Oh yeah. Thanks go. to Tyler for producing it. He does go, a good job. Go, go pack go. You know. You know what? Go go. Yeah, that's right. You should talk like that. You're an owner. An owner. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna go. Talk to you later. Ben's, Ben's been gone. We'll see you Tuesday. Adios, amigos.